Excited to be at this uh, day of the week. This has been a long week. <laughs> mm-hmm. So listen, it's always uh, good to come to Saturday, you know what I'm saying, and get a good, get a good weekend in there. But listen, 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 family, those of you who are tuning in, will be tuning in with us on tonight. Uh, we are excited about tonight's episode because not only is this our season finale, um, but... This is our very first Merger Saturday, where we are bringing together the Soul Sisters and the Soul Brothers. Listen, for an episode where the men and the women can chime in and just have these good conversations, talk about some things that's going on out in these online streets and in this world that we live in, and just show how we do, sharing perspective, sharing some God perspective and and highlighting things from a faith-based perspective on all that's going on, you know, giving some some good good content, good good dialogue. So, so how is everybody doing? Y'all looking rich and beautiful. Hey, thank you. Hey, hey, hey. doing great. Doing great. <laughs> all is well. All is well. Uh, everything is everything. Listen, awesome, awesome. Well, I'm gonna introduce myself, and I'm gonna pass around so they can introduce themselves. I'm Janine Lamb, um, known as Janina Coach, also. I do business coaching and a number of other things. I'm branding, you name it. I, I, I'm actually a jewel of all trades. And so I do a number of things. But one of the things that I've grown to love and that I can even accredit to this show is um, doing this podcasting, doing these live shows and so forth. You know, it's something that God has allowed this platform to really push myself into another space that I know he's been calling me to and wanting me to be in. So I thank God for this platform. And it's even a blessing now that God's continued to grow us and expand us. And so it's always a blessing and an honor to be here with my brothers and sisters. So I'll pass the mic on. So sis, you can introduce yourself. We'll pass it to the brothers after that. All right, all right, all right. Hello, hello, hello. This is Stephanie Sonia, a.k.a. Pastor Greer. I'm a wife, mother, gospel songwriter, producer, future real estate agent, graphic designer. I'm, I'm like the coach. I, I, I be getting in where I fit in, you know. <laughs> and just whatever else the Lord wants to lead me to. But my two most important jobs and roles is wife and mother. And I do that in the beautifulish state of Alabama in the city of Montgomery. And I'm um, just so always so grateful to be on with my sisters and my brothers and our first merger episode. I know it's going to be great. Um, just excited to, to just experience this. This is like we say every time, this is not just a show this is a ministry and this is a family. So grateful to all the viewers, all of our family. We love y'all and let's get it. 
Well, I am Gregory Devon out of Durham, North Carolina. I am a pastor. I also throw events around the Triangle area geared towards uh, getting people together in love and relationships and dating. I always look forward to joining in the conversation. I look forward to the night. Hello, 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 everyone. This is Reverend James J. Clover III, a youth minister out of the area of Kentucky, uh, pretty much a jack of all trades, as uh, my sisters have said, and my brother has said, pretty much do a little bit of everything. And uh, looking forward to having this conversation on tonight. So let's get it. I think I'm muted. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking. I'm like, can y'all hear me? <laughs> well, listen, listen, this is a beautiful thing. Listen, we're all excited about what God is doing and where he's brought us from and where he's taking us to here on The Godly View. And um, y'all know how we do. Y'all know our, our, our normal little, uh, you know, flow and just how we roll when we come on to this show. You know, we like to hit on things that are taking place out in the world around us, um, trending topics, hot topics, just things that are taking place because one thing about it, there's there's always something going on. You know, there is always yeah. something trending. Yeah. And, um, you know, sometimes these conversations, you know, it's, 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 I know for myself, I can, you know, just speaking for myself, when I see some of these conversations taking place, sometimes it can be a little disheartening because mm -hmm. you, you you hear so many voices being chim chiming in, but none of them mm -hmm. have a God perspective. None of them have faith-based perspective. You know, some of them are very, very, you know, just, you know, out there. And so it's always good. I thank God for this platform because we get a chance as men and women of faith to chime in with some sound, you know, logic and reasoning behind these different things. And we're not going to do no different this episode. We're not going to do no That's different. Right. We're gonna do the same thing. Keep it pushing. So uh, some hot topics, some hot topics. Listen, there's always this. We're never short of hot topics. But one of the things that I'm going to kick this thing off with that we wanted to chime in on, and I'm not sure if you all have seen this clip or this video going viral, this conversation piece going viral. But if you all are familiar with Jess Hilarious, Jess Hilarious, um, she's actually a YouTube internet sensation that's kind of, she's kind of gotten some some notoriety in recent years and days and whatnot. I think her most recent, one of the most recent things that she's been doing that's really been giving her some attention is she's been co-hosting on The Breakfast Club. And she um, she's a comedian. She does a number of different things. But she um, recently had a video that went viral because of her response to a video of a, uh, a, a individual who acknowledges himself as a transgender woman. And this individual, um, for, part, forgive me, I don't recall the gentleman's name or the, the individual's name, but he, um, he, she, that, I'm sorry, I don't know what he refers to himself as, a so part of me if I'm butchering it up, you know what I'm saying? But the individual who did the initial video, he pretty much was going in talking about how um, you know, what they are now coining us as, and I'm not sure if y'all have heard this before, that they call women now, or they're now starting to, not everybody, but a lot of people are now starting to refer to biological women as what they say called cis women, C-I-S, cis women. Mm -hmm. And so he was in his videos talking about how cis women um, pretty much kind of have some nerve. And he said, this, he, he was he was getting a little raunchy with it. He was like, he, he, it's the mere audacity for me, you know, that they feel that they can pretty much gatekeep for things such as our monthly cycle, you know, having a period monthly or even just womanhood altogether. And he was like, I know that y'all experienced them both, but y'all can't, y'all don't own them. Y'all don't own periods. Y'all don't own womanhood. So y'all can't gatekeep it. Right. And he was kind of like going in. 
And so just hilarious, just hilarious. She responded and she would, she, she, you know, y'all, y'all know how you, y'all know how she get down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She was kind of, she was shooting blood raw. She was coming raw, but she really pretty much was defending biological women in so many words. And, and y'all had to find her clip. If you want to see that? Cause I, obviously I cannot say the exact words <laughs> she used, but she was going in and response <laughs> saying that, uh, and saying that pretty much who defends biological women. You know, we and she also said in response that we are the gatekeepers of a period or a monthly cycle, you know, in womanhood, because we are the only ones by nature, by our genetic makeup, by our biology, who have that time of the month that we bleed. And so for the sewing, I'm sorry, y'all get a little, you know, raunchy, but it is what it is. But yeah, so so it's caused a lot of ruffles just out in, you know, out and about on different platforms and so forth. Everybody responded to it. You have different transgenders that are known transgenders chiming in on the conversation, just everybody having a thing to say because a lot of people feel like this stuff with the transgender community is kind of getting out of hand when it comes down to how they're wanting to identify things and, you know, and just kind of yep. promote their school of thought. And so I'm going to pass the ball before I say anything, but what, what are what are you guys' thoughts? Anybody want to chime in first on what, what you thought about this whole conversation? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the accuracy. The, the that was the dumbest argument I've ever heard in my life is you're going to argue with a biological woman about something that you can't have. I'm just sorry. I am not one of those individuals who is very sensitive to stupid things. And when a man decides that he wants to be a woman and then argue with a woman about womanhood, that is the dumbest thing in the world to argue with a woman about something that you can't have and frankly don't want. I don't want a cycle. <laughs> I mean, wh- why would you argue with a woman about an experience that you can't have? And then you're arguing with her about what God made her. And you don't want to be what God made you. But you're getting mm-hmm. into an argument with her instead of living out your life as what God created you to be. Now, we have every right to make whatever choice we want to make. We can, if you if you want to get a piercing, a tattoo, if you want to do this to your body, do that. You have every right to do that. But make your choice your choice and stop holding other people accountable to choices that you make. You can do with your life whatever you want to do with your life. You want to follow God, follow God. You don't, then you do that. Whatever you want to do. But do not get into an argument with somebody else about your personal choice that they're okay with you making. They're not giving it. I don't see the average woman giving pushback to transgenders. I don't. If you want to be a transgender, hey, listen, be all that you can be. But at the end of the day, make your choice your choice and don't make me or other people, other women responsible for the choices that you make and don't argue with them about an experience that you don't want and be sensitive to the fact that you've got women who wish that they could have a cycle, who are biological women and cannot have children, and you are being offensive to them, but you're claiming offense for something that you cannot have. And I'm going to end there for the time being. My Lord, listen, you said a mouthful already. <laughs> yes, Lord. And I, I agree 100% with what the pastor said. And I'm also going to add, because there, there's, this this subject is like a tree. There's so many different branches on the same tree. I'm going to start by saying that 
we were warned that this was going to happen. The church was warned that once you started legislating sin, Mm. that it was going to go over and over and over. And they say, you know, it and them and they and all these people and all these people and they want to do this and they want to do that. We were warned. Let's let's sit there and as the church, we need to mourn that. Mm. That we did not listen. Mm. In the was about the late 90s, early 2000s, there was a warning. Okay, yeah. now, when when the gay marriage uh, conversation started, and they were say, okay, once you open, open that door to that alternative lifestyle, everybody else is going to come in. Right. And look where we are. Yeah. On the godly view, we acknowledge sin is sin. Yeah. Okay? Right. We acknowledge that this is not just a a psychological issue or a social issue or a civil rights issue. This is a spirituality issue as well. And we are not afraid to acknowledge that. So I want to start by saying that we have a Christian sympathy towards those who I couldn't imagine. I love being a woman. I love everything about being a woman, even the things that are inconvenient, because I know that comes along with it. I couldn't imagine waking up one day and feeling trapped in my own body. Right. And feeling like I should be a male. So we do have a, a compassion for and a sympathy for those people that are experiencing that. Those men and women that feel like they're trapped in their own body. Mm-hmm. The same way that mm-hmm. we have sympathy for those that are attracted to the same sex. Those that are fighting against it and those that are going along with it. We have, we have an understanding that mm-hmm. there are certain spiritual things that certain mm-hmm. people are dealing with. Mm-hmm. However, this does not mean that we enter into an area of acceptance because on, if you enter into an area of acceptance, then the whole system starts to break down. Yeah. I'm saying this again. We were warned. Now, some of us were teenagers when this conversation was starting. Some of us were, mm-hmm. were younger children and we may not remember, but I remember hearing whispers about, okay, if you allow this, and this is even before I got saved. Um, if you let this happen, then this is going to happen. And it has become where everybody wants to be able to do everything. And it's not that they, they just want to do it. They want to make you be okay with them doing it. They mm-hmm. want to infringe it upon you. There are certain shows now that I can't even let my baby watch because they're talking about them. They, right. yeah. he's yeah. eight months old. He doesn't need to be. Now, of course, Cliff and I are going to have to explain to him. There are men and women. But there are some women that live a certain way. There are some men that live a certain way. And it's a shame that we have to explain these things to him, but we rather it come from us than society. Right. Um, so that he understands those things. Because we don't want to shelter him to the point where he don't know nothing. Because mm-hmm. then once he get out in the world, he's going to be, oh, my God, this is, this is what this is. You know, we don't want him to be sheltered. So nobody that does not deal with the biological things that a woman deals with can tell a woman what it's like to be a woman, period. Right. You can read all the books, all the medical uh, studies that have, that have been done. You can watch all the YouTube videos you want to. You can talk to all the women you want to. You can mm-hmm. have on all the, the simulators. You know how they have the period simulators and the childbirth simulators. You can simulate all you want to. Yeah. But biological women are real women, period. You can cosplay. This is what, what really gets on my nerves. You can cosplay as a woman, but when you're ready to be, be a man, you can decide that you want to be a man. 
Yeah. When you're ready to uh, enact your manhood, you can do that. You can take off yeah. the lashes. You can wipe off your lipstick. You can do whatever to your body. Mm-hmm. And you're able to live the way that you want to. But being a, a woman, and I'm not going to call myself a cisgendered woman. I am oh, a woman, period. No, that part. Okay. And it's not just about the ability to have babies. It's not just about because there are women that, like myself, I had trouble conceiving when my husband mm-hmm. and I first got married. That did not make me any less of a woman. That's right. That just That's meant right. that there was something medically going on with my body. And thankfully, right. we were able to find out what it is. And that's why we have a longbow. Um, when it comes to the things that happen to a woman's body, um, I have several medical conditions that are gender specific. Endometriosis yeah. and PCOS, polycystic yeah. ovarian syndrome. You mm-hmm. cannot have polycystic ovarian syndrome unless you have ovaries. Hello. You cannot have endometriosis unless you have endometrium, which is the lining of the uterus. So there are just certain things that are distinctly female. And to only take the fun parts and the sexy parts and the the parts that are exciting about being a woman, the long hair and the long nails and the jewelry Mm -hmm. and the clothes, to take all of those things and to to deem that womanhood is an insult. To every fact. woman that has ever existed. Because what you're saying is that's all we are. Right. All we are is a good lace front. All we yeah. are is long nails and heels and makeup, a face full yeah. of makeup. And there are women that don't even need all of that stuff. Yeah. And there's still women. So if you want to have the conversation of, can I be this? You can never be. Mm-hmm. Okay? You can never be. And also, I some of the blame and uh, some of the women are gonna get mad at me when I say this, but some of the blame is women, especially mm-hmm. black women, because mm-hmm. we have allowed this sisterhood to take place mm-hmm. a- against society. Where okay, well, the black the black men and the black women we're having a thing, so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna cozy up to the gay community and mm-hmm. we're gonna cozy up to the transgender community and we're mm-hmm. gonna create a sisterhood. That was that was not a good idea. Because that's why they feel comfortable enough to say the things that they say because there had to have been a comfort established. When you see people operating a certain way, there has to be an indication to them that they can do that. They don't do it without the permission. And unfortunately, women, especially black women, have given room and space. We always give room and space to everybody but but each other. My God. Mm. We give space and room to everybody else in mm-hmm. every other community and we're there picketing and we're there protesting and we're there supporting everybody else but each other mm. so it's it's so many different layers to this yeah, yeah. but nobody can tell a woman what it's like to be a woman there's no simulation that can compete with the reality of the things that we can't even control do you know that we are we only really feel halfway normal maybe eight days out of the month because we're having our period for about a week then the leading up to the period we have hormonal changes then after the period that's the week that we can get pregnant we're having all these other things because the egg is like oh my god is something happening is something happening (laughs) a week after that that's really the only week that we feel like (laughs) okay i feel normal this week (laughs) and you can't control that you can Mm -hmm. have all the synthetic hormones you want to but there is nothing nothing ever that will match the exact experience and not even let's not even talk about menopause 
Oh Janine, God. are you ready for menopause, child? And <laughs> no. <laughs> menopause nope. is a whole nother animal. My God, listen. So, Lord Jesus. Let's end that argument right now. There is like like the song say, there is no way. There is no way. Listen, listen, listen. The doors of the church are open. <laughs> whoever will, let them come. Whoever will, let them come. I tell you, it's the truth. It, it's truly how I'm trying to tell you. What, what you think, Reva? What you think about this conversation? In all honesty, the way I feel about it is with what we are doing with the women, what the trans community is doing with the women. Is the same thing that the white community has been doing with African Americans. Mm -hmm. They will dress up as us for Halloween. They will dress up as us when the time is good. They want the fun things that comes with us. However, when the push comes to the sub, when you got to deal with racial profiling, when you have to deal with police brutality, when you have to deal with things that black people have to deal with on a daily basis. They don't want that part. Mm -hmm. And as our sister so eloquently stated, they will take off the makeup, they will take off the lashes, and they can go back to being whatever it is that they want to be. Right. Women cannot take off those things and be whatever they want to be. When they are a woman, they are a woman from beginning to end. When God mm -hmm. made them as a woman, that's what they were. Right. So mm -hmm. what we got to realize is, we have come to the point to where we have accepted so much that now when we try to draw the line and say, mm -hmm. you know what, that's enough, the community is looking at us like, what do you mean that's enough? You've let us get away with so much. They are kind of like kids mm -hmm. to the point to where when you let a kid get away with so much and then you try to punish them and set boundaries on them after a while, then mm -hmm. that kid is looking back at you like, what do you mean no mm -hmm. what do you mean no i've been doing this for this long and you ain't been saying nothing so yeah. really in all honesty we can't be mad at them for what they're doing mm -hmm. because we got to check ourselves because we have allowed this to go on for so long without yeah. being checked so yeah yeah i think one of the problems too is that we have we have allowed um we have allowed things to be redefined for so long that god already defined Thanks. You know, from from deciding what gender you are, uh, deciding your sexuality, you know, uh, just redefining natural things sometimes. And then we, as smart people, so to speak, add these very logical explanations behind this stuff, yeah. not realizing that at what point do we put some wisdom on it? Yeah. Right mm -hmm. now, anything can be explained logically, and I understand that. But at the end of the day, it takes some wisdom to be put on this stuff so that we can transform people's minds back to where it needs to be. Amen. The problem nowadays is that we are trying to tell people what to think, but not telling them how to think, mm -hmm. and that is the problem. Like, even inside of the church, we, we not we shouldn't tell you what to think, it's how to think. Right, mm -hmm. be trusted by, by, by renewing your mind. We can't think critically through problems sometimes, through hard times sometimes. And these hard times sometimes are birthing mindsets that come out of a bad situation and they mm -hmm. want to change in the negative way. 
They want to yeah. change and be something else, do something else, right? Like mm -hmm. we are telling people inside of the church that like how to overcome, but mm -hmm. how do you struggle, right? Mm -hmm. How do you deal with your sin factor? What does mm -hmm. it mean to lay aside every weight and mm -hmm. the sin, right? Sometimes that sin, it, you're carrying it around and it's like God wants you to, to take up your mat and walk, like, yeah. like pick up your struggle. And mm -hmm. then I want you to hold what you used to lay on mm -hmm. and not, it can't be a crutch any longer. It's got to be something that you exercise control over, but we're not teaching people the true power of God that can break this yoke, break yeah. these bad habits, break on, this, this stuff. We're not telling you that it's possible because we have been in church a long time now, many of us, right? And we've got good church vernacular yeah <laughs> but we have not had an empower and and um an experience with god yeah that's, and that's the problem is that we've been coming to church you, you've been coming for formal fashion and you mm -hmm. ain't never had an encounter with god yet Ooh, and that geez. is the problem because when you encounter god you cannot remain the same you change when you encounter god. god you can't live how you want to live no more because you understand Man. who you in the front of Amen. And when you have a true encounter with God, you don't want to be a certain way. You That's want to it. live your life like God. Amen. And see, because we, we can't just put it on those outside of the church. Because okay. one of the reasons that, that these transgenders are going to become so popular is because for, for 20, 30, 40, oh, 50 boy. years, mm -hmm. we ain't said nothing about yes. Tron on the piano. The no, they're uh -oh. struggling. Come on. Right. right. We ain't said nothing about right. it. Right. Because they are profitable for the yes. church. Yes. So because I'm making money off of you, mm -hmm. I, I ain't gonna say nothing. I, I know you're struggling, but yes, I ain't sir. gonna say nothing. And I'm not demeaning, I'm not putting down anybody True. that's struggling with their sexuality. But what I am saying is that right is right and wrong is wrong. Oh, if right. we can preach about fornication, mm -hmm. we can preach about somebody's sexuality. Amen. And it's all right. under the same umbrella. And right. we are walking around this sexuality thing like yeah. it's not there. Yeah. We're walking around it. We don't want to have your job got sensitivity training. The church don't. We Ooh. just let pass. We don't want to talk about it. We don't want to deal with it because why? I don't want to offend nobody. Okay. Right. Somebody leave my church. I don't think they gifted. They can sing real good. Who cares? My if my they God. can sing real good, but on their way to hell because nobody can say anything yeah. and call a thing a thing. Amen. Now, when that girl pops up pregnant and she's single, you want to say something. Amen. When that teenager pops up pregnant, you want to say something. Amen. Oh, she's fast. She is. Uh -huh. Look at old boy. Uh, amen. Them tight oh suits mean something. <laughs> He's sitting there tasting himself. But you know, God. say you know something. Tell the Don't God. let these little boys grow up. That, that's not normal. My God. No, I mean, my thing is, we need to train men to be men, women to be women, call a thing a thing, mm -hmm. and some folk need to be offended. Mm -hmm. Because when they are offended, yeah. then they understand, you know what? Jesus offended people. Mm -hmm. Amen. When Jesus came in that temple, and they was in there gambling, and they was in there with those money exchangers, those pigeon mm -hmm. merchants, and they were taking advantage of disenfranchised people, he turned them tables over. He was mm -hmm. pissed off. 
Yeah. And he offended people. Man. He let them know that, that, that ain't right. No, mm -hmm. we ain't doing it. Not in here. Not in my yeah. house. Right. We my are God. the children of God. Mm -hmm. And we are exercising our right to remain silent. Mm. And that, my friends, is the problem. My God. Woo, That's why our nation is in the situation that our nation is in. Because Listen. the church has kept quiet for too long. Yes. Yes. And, and to add to that, I knew that the Lord was going to allow for a moment for this to be shared. This is a portion mm -hmm. of my life that I really haven't shared much of, but I think it's a perfect opportunity being that the pastor just said that the churches remain silent about mm -hmm. sexuality. Mm -hmm. um, I was molested by a male family member mm -hmm. when I was 12 years old. Mm -hmm. And I went through a season of feeling like I don't think I ever want to have sex with a man. Mm. I don't think I ever want a man to touch me because that traumatized me, of course. Mm -hmm. And I went through a season where I thought, well, I want to have a relationship. Mm -hmm. I want to be with somebody, but mm -hmm. I don't want to have sex with a man. Mm -hmm. So the enemy took that opportunity to seep into my mind and to make me think, okay, well, maybe, maybe I can have a relationship with a girl. That mm -hmm. way I won't have to have sex with a man. Mm -hmm. But I was still attracted to men. Mm -hmm. But I was confused. And of course, there was nobody in my life that was spiritually sound enough, spiritually mm -hmm. seasoned enough, spiritually mature enough mm -hmm. to give me guidance through that. They talked about me. They gossiped about mm -hmm. me. They called me the names that people call people, the slurs mm -hmm. that people call people. Mm -hmm. And it is a miracle that I am married. Mm -hmm. It's a miracle wow. that I am happily married. Mm -hmm. It is a miracle that I have a good sex life with a man because yeah. at one point I did not want to be touched by a man at all. Mm -hmm. And this is something that a lot of people don't talk about because they, I don't want nobody talking about me. They talk about you anyway. Listen, right. They right. talk about you anyway. So you might as well share your testimony right. because my thing is if I tell my business, can't nobody else tell my business. I tell my business the way it the way it actually happened. Now, mm -hmm. if you hear from somebody else, you might not. They might take a few pieces out, but I'm gonna mm -hmm. tell you the whole thing. The whole thing yeah. was, I actually came out to my mother and my grandmother mm -hmm. because I thought, okay, maybe I'm bisexual mm -hmm. because I'm still attracted to men, but I don't really want a man sexually. But I'd rather be in a, a in a safe relationship with a woman. You know, mm -hmm. you know how the mind. Yeah. I was a child. Right. I was a child right. trying to reason like an adult. Right. Because an adult took an advantage took advantage of me. Mm. And this is unfortunately a lot of people's story. That's a lot right. of people that struggle with their sexuality is because somebody of the same sex same sex mess with them or somebody yep. of the opposite sex mess with them. Mm -hmm. yep. I yep. unfortunately had uh, a situation where I was molested by a male cousin. Mercy. And it was swept under the rug and it was like, oh, Persephone don't know what she's talking about and this, that, and the third. And even with a dust-up that happened recently where I actually got a chance to confront the child molester. Of course, he denied it. But just to be able to have that chapter reopened again yeah. and to yeah. see how far God has brought me mm -hmm. from a moment where I go from being not wanting to be touched by a man at all mm -hmm. to being married to one of the best men that I ever met. Yeah, and having a child with him and building a future with him—that yeah. is a miracle. Yes, yeah. it is. And yeah. there's somebody right. out there that needed to hear me say that. 
Amen. And I knew that the Lord was going to open the door for that part to be shared because I didn't want to just share it just to share it. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't want it to become sensationalized. Because see, sometimes people will sensationalize your testimony. My if God. you share it at the wrong time, they'll mm -hmm. take it and make it something that's not. Yeah. But this is about deliverance. Right. Yes. This is about God taking someone that was so bound that mm. I didn't I didn't even realize what was binding me at the time. Mm. But now that I know, now that yeah. I, I can speak on it, right. yeah, I was bound, but now I'm free. Hallelujah. And there is someone else that needs mm. to hear this testimony. Someone that's been secretly, you've been secretly suffering. Yes, yes. Man, woman, you've been suffering. Yeah. You've been trying to date people and you keep wondering why this don't work out, why this don't work out with it. It's because mm. there's something from your past sexually mm. that happened to you. There was a door that was open spiritually when someone attacked you sexually. See, people, right. people are still under the assumption that sex is just sex. Yeah, now, sexual mm -hmm. things are just sexual things. They are spiritual. This That's is right. why God has a mandate that sex is between a man and a woman That's in right. holy matrimony. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When that happens, doors are open and you mm -hmm. don't realize it. My God. So I want to tell whomever out there that's listening, if you have been struggling with your sexuality, I'm telling you, you can be free. Amen. You can be free. God can deliver you to where you can have a healthy, beautiful marriage with someone of the opposite sex. Amen. You don't have to run from intimacy just because mm -hmm. your intimacy and your innocence was taken away from you. My you can God. be free. God did it for me, and it's a done deal for you. You just have to walk in it. Mm -hmm. Amen, amen. You know, and let me piggyback mm -hmm. on what you said, Pastor Seth, because uh, first of all, everything that each one of you all have said just addressing situations, I mean, spot on, spot on. But I'm glad that that you brought it to what you brought it to, Seth, this conversation, generally speaking, because I think that's where we have conflict when these type of conversations arise oftentimes, be it in the church and general conversations. Mm -hmm. like, like Pastor Gregory said, we, uh, we don't hear these conversations in the church. Mm -hmm. But the issue is that, like what you just described, people don't understand. That's where the church needs to step in at. There's two, right. there's two sides of it. People need to understand the nature of this thing because, you know, it, 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 the, the rules of engagement, how can you right. be that you don't know? Yes. And a lot of times the world is confused about this conversation mm -hmm. and topics because they don't understand things like what you just broke down. They don't understand yeah. the entry points. They don't understand it. And let me go on and just add this on to what you just said, because like you said, mm -hmm. a lot of people out there experience these sort of things and because mm -hmm. of those traumatic sexual experiences that they have. But guess what? Yes. Then you have the conversation of those out there who are in this lifestyle and they'll have the debate or the the dis, the, the dispute to say, oh, well, that wasn't my experience because I know it was, was never blessed. I, exactly. I was like this when I was a kid. I was like this when I was a child. Mm -hmm. I, I was like this. I had these thoughts at an early age. But let me right. go on and break that belt. Let me go on and pop that 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 myth out there. That, yeah. You weren't born that way, for starters. You sure were not. That part. You were not born that, that no. way. And what people, again, similarly to what you just described, Seth, about mm -hmm. the spiritual component of a thing, what people don't realize is that as the Bible says, as the word of God declares, mm -hmm. each and every single one of us was born into sin, yes. into iniquity. Mm -hmm. And so what people don't realize is that when you are born, guess what? You are born with a spirit, mm -hmm. a body. A soul. Yeah. And at the at a young age, why do you think I used to always think back, you know, in the Bible days, how when sometimes the people of God would go into these places and destroy, they destroy everything, men, women, children, whatever. Yeah. You know, 
destroy the woman, the children as well. Yeah. Because those children are going to grow to be adults. And when yeah. those adults grow up, they're going to have spirits in them. Exactly. And those spirits are going to be descended from whatever the generation, the bloodline they're coming Absolutely. from. And so when you're a child and you're a baby, that's why as parents, it's mm-hmm. so vitally necessary when you have children to have yourself in the right place. Because you, yo, that stuff, that's what generational curses. Think that's where all that stuff comes from. Yes. Because spirits get passed down. Spirits mm-hmm. are ingrained in you when you're born. Yeah. And so that's why you're wondering, okay, I had this thought as at a young age. I was mm-hmm. born this way. No, no, no. You exactly. are born into a spirit. And, and who knows where the entry point may have been. That's why sometimes you got to do the dig deep and even in your fa- your family roots. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's the entry point. There's the access point at some point in time. You yes, know what I'm saying? Is. That allowed that thing to come in. And guess what? The enemy is so tricky and crafty. It, you, it don't have to be a, a perverse, a, 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 a spirit specifically to gay or a homosexuality or the cases. It's yeah. a perverse spirit. Yes. Right. So a pervert, the spirit of perversion manifests mm-hmm. in different ways. Yes, it so does. Some people can have a spirit of perversion, but that means they're touching little kids. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Some people can have a spirit of perversion and it manifests in different ways. So unfortunately, yes, how it chose to manifest itself in some of the individuals who are struggling with this sort mm-hmm. of thing is manifesting itself that way. But mm-hmm. that's what that is. It's not that true. You were not born that way. God didn't make you that way. And God didn't Amen. desire nobody to be born with these type of struggles or this type of nature. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's, that's that's human nature. That's not God nature. You know what I'm that's saying? Right. That's that part. And so, you know, I, I, I love where this conversation went about this because, mm-hmm. you know, we have these type of conversations. That's why that's why we got to give our statements so you get about the God of you. You know what yes. I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. we have conversations and everybody is debating it on yeah. whether or not it's true and or false. Of course, to me, that's a common sense thing. Everybody knows that women, we bleed, like just hilarious. Yes. Every month. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We do have womenhood and things of that sort. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and that's us. That's just what we have. That's who we mm-hmm. are. You know, bi- biologically, genetically, scientifically, however mm-hmm. you want to break it down. You know what I'm saying? But when you start talking to the deeper conversations, like the things we've touched on, it's like, okay, let's not just talk about whether or not we own womanhood, but now let's talk about why you are struggling with thinking that you have a say in on this, or why you to identify with that. You know, Come what I mean? on, God. That, that's the real <laughs> argument. Like, you know, right. what I mean? the real issue is not whether or not we own womanhood, is why do you want womanhood? Right. That you know part. What I mean? <laughs> but listen, there there is freedom at the cross, like our pastor Seth has said. Everybody has freedom at the cross. And God, he, you know, and like you said, until people start standing up and making voices and, and speaking mm-hmm. out on it yeah. and not doing it in a hateful way, I have to say that as well, because I yes. think that's another place that the church has lost in this battle is You're that we're, there's always extremities, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. we don't know how to go in with truth and love or just with sound, like you said, um, Pastor Gregory, wisdom on the matter. Yes. Really just mm-hmm. talk the situation out. It's always got to be hate mm-hmm. associated right. or the anger, the anger or yeah. the aggressiveness that's associated with the delivery to where he's falling on deaf ears, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Right. Right. Have I drawn you, you know what I'm saying? He who wins souls must be wise. And yeah. so I think when you do address this conversation, because this is a big one, obviously, you definitely have to use wisdom and, and God's guidance on how to deliver and how to address it. But bottom line, it needs to be addressed. Yes. The church is not mm-hmm. sleeping it up under the rug because that's why you have, you know, I, I know we touched, we didn't get a chance to touch on any of our hot topics, but I guess y'all mind transition to the main topic. What you got to do? To our main topic on tonight, which is whether this generation, is this generation lost? The yeah. generation that we have coming up, 
you know what I'm saying, now before us, is this generation lost? And I think that's kind of, like I said, leaning into that whole thought process is that we don't have these conversations. And that's why you have now children that are coming up and, you know, they're they're watching these movies, they're seeing these mm -hmm. different things. I heard they're exposed to online and all these different things taking place. And when you as a parent or the church, you know, these very places where they should be getting this knowledge mm -hmm. yet, not having mm -hmm. these conversations, you know, all they're hearing is just this meaningless, meaningless debate about it. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it leaves room for error and it leaves room for mm -hmm. confusion, you know, and God's not the other confusion. And so we, we got to be the ones to take the uh, take up the the, the, the reins, you know, to, yeah. to, to spread truth in this situation. Yeah. But I don't know, even just piggybacking off of this. I don't know. Just thinking about things of this sort and even beyond. Do y'all where do y'all think this generation? Y'all think this generation is is, is, is a wrap? Y'all think it's lost? You think it's hope there? <laughs> well, this generation is not just lost. This generation is left. Mm. And it's because we left them behind. You My know, the, the generation before has to take some accountability for the generation coming up behind us. Amen. And, and it's like, we don't really know who's in control of our soul. And that is what is wrong with a whole lot of people. Yeah. Like your soul is your mind, will, and your emotions. Yeah. That's why Christ came to save your soul. Think about it. Let this mind be in you. That's also in Christ. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's where it starts up here. What we're putting into our brain matters. What you watch matters. Where you go matters. Your friends matter. Who's around you matters. Because everyone and everything is depositing something on the inside of you. It matters who your pastor is, he or she. You made a good point, uh, Pastor Girl, about uh, pastors using wisdom. I'm telling you the problem with pastors and addressing things like sexuality mm -hmm. theology that has no psychological impact will never change your life Ooh. and the problem a lot of pastors you can hoop good mm -hmm. right but I you cannot it. preach well and that oh. is the problem you're putting a wonderful hoop on a bad sermon My My God. God. Mm. if you're standing mm. up here for 25 minutes and you just mm, nah, and you ain't saying nothing that part. get away from me that you know, you don't That's preach to shout these people. You yeah. preach to change these people, Amen. to deliver these people, to set them free. And my yeah. thing is, if you are only preaching Jesus saves, well, what else does Jesus do? He, he liberates. Sure he sets free. Yeah. He delivers. Yeah. There's a whole lot of things he did yeah. and that he will do that yeah. you're not touching on and you're yeah. not helping people to understand that my their God. struggle does not have to be their end, their demise. Mm -hmm. Help them realize there's some psychology that has to be in your preaching, in yeah. your teaching. You yeah. have to let people understand how to make scripture meet life. Make and it. that is yeah. the problem, is that we are preaching a lot of things yeah. that sound good, and we heard them a million times, right? But yeah. what does this thing actually mean? Let me yeah. give you a good, good example. A lot of people do not even know that the prodigal son, the lost coin, and the lost sheep is the exact same parable. Mm -hmm. They don't even know that. <laughs> and they don't even know what the lost coin is really about. The lost coin is talking about how people can be inside the church and be lost because she lost those coins in the church, I mean, in her home. And she's mm -hmm. up the house up trying to find that one coin. Why? Because she understood the value of each piece. That's talking to pastors. Mm. Help pastors to realize, yeah, I realize you got hundreds of people, but mm. if one person gets goes astray, mm. 
you need to understand the value of not just the other ones but that one and to sweep the house up and find them and help them to understand how important that they are that's why you go and find them but it is because we, you have people who don't believe that you care right mm -hmm. like people don't care what you know until they know how much you care mm -hmm. and it's like we yeah, are not showing true. people sometimes as leaders inside mm -hmm. of the church that i'm not just concerned about your soul salvation that's the first step yeah. but even after you get saved you can yeah. be saved and not liberated right yes just because a person is gay does not mean they are not saved yeah. it means they have a stronghold that's yeah. gotten attached yeah. to them and yeah. they don't know how to shake themselves loose yeah as yeah. pastors men and women we have to understand how to go in there and and it ain't just about fire and brimstone that's it's not that's you have to know how to approach this person on a psychological level mm -hmm. and help them realize what triggered means what is anxiety what is depression yeah. right what 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 is suppression you know what are, all these things that people don't automatically know and right. help them to realize what you're going through you have a psychological attachment to some yes. trauma in your life yes but through using psychology and through using theology we're going to help you break loose from that that, but that's not what we're doing. We're just right. preaching over people's head. Mm -hmm. Oh, when the praises go up, the blessings come down. Okay. Yeah. But what's, yeah. give me something yeah. else. Yeah. Like, what, what's, what's really going on here? You know, yeah. and, and yeah. you cannot just preach New Testament. Mm -hmm. You Amen. better go into that Old Testament okay. and help them understand. You better help folk realize the difference between the Holy Spirit and the in the New Testament. Mm -hmm. And the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament. Yeah. In, in in the Old Testament, the Spirit came at times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and it would rest and go away. Yeah. In the New Testament, it abides. Yeah. yeah. Always. And yeah. when that, it's always with you, Thank that's you. why what I can do all things through Christ. Through Christ. Through I always Christ. have the power on the inside of me. Yeah. Power to do what, Gregory Devon? Power to set yourself free. Amen. Or whatever you're dealing with, power to speak different, power to move different. But the yeah, problem yeah. is, we again, your church vernacular is great, yeah. but you ain't never had no encounter with God, mm. you, and, and, and we're getting the day of Pentecost confused. That was not mm. about speaking in tongues, it was not, it was about being able to speak to anybody. Under the power of God and help them understand who Jesus was. Mm -hmm. Come on, those now. disciples were Jesus. able to speak in their own language, but those from Samaria, Judea, understood what they were saying somehow because mm -hmm. God stepped in and yeah. allowed the understanding to be there. It tells the church what you have to be able to communicate with mm -hmm. any and everybody yeah, because everybody of like different it. nationalities is struggling with the same thing yeah. and just because they don't look like you does not mean that you don't have a responsibility that you're not called to them to help them to be able to change and to be set free Thank so i'm gonna say this last thing it boils down to who controls your soul mm -hmm. we better get back to helping people understand 
Who needs to be in control? Stop making your own rules. Stop <laughs> redefining your gender. Stop redefining your sexuality. Yeah. Stop redefining the rules of engagement and marriage. Yeah. And stop changing those vows to what yeah. you want them to be because you yeah. don't want to for better or worse. And Woo. you want to jump out now that the heated fellowship has shown up and you don't know how to do what? Think mm -hmm. critically. Yes, and Lord. Mm, listen, mm -hmm. my God, my God. Listen, did you, yeah, listen, y'all, y'all taking us to church on today. <laughs> it's it's it straight facts. You, you gotta love it. You gotta respect it because it is straight facts. I ain't heard Amen. no lies detected. Amen. With, with, with that being said, I don't know what about you, Pastor Seth. Y'all think the generation lost? Y'all, what, what y'all think? Y'all think what, what? I know it's a tight rope. Yeah, I mean, this this subject reminds me of the African proverb. Uh, it says, "The child who is not embraced by the village will burn down, burn mm -hmm. it down to fill its warmth. Mm -hmm. The child that is not embraced by their village will burn it down to fill its warmth." Mm -hmm. Wow. That's, that's the, the the generations before had a level of brutality and a level of hypocrisy mm -hmm. that the next generation they were like, okay, we it's like they went from one extreme to the other. They went from saying, okay, we're not gonna pretend that we're good and be bad. We're just gonna be bad, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we're just gonna be mm -hmm. jacked up, honestly. Yeah. We're just going to be liars, honestly. We're just going to be horrible people, honestly, and take mm -hmm. it or leave it. And this is yeah. who I am. And yeah. nobody can judge me but God, which mm -hmm. is the total opposite, on the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah, We haven't been able to find that middle ground. And this is why this generation has fallen through the cracks. Mm -hmm. Because we failed to find the, the middle Maybe point. Middle ground, yeah. The generation before us was hell in the fire and brimstone, brimstone like pastor yeah. Vaughn said we were i mean just heavy heavy hell mm -hmm. just hell 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 not mm -hmm. enough about heaven because mm -hmm. if you tell me about a place that you don't think i would want to go to you tell me enough about them be like okay i don't want to go there but where do i go yeah there's exactly. no discussion of where do i go because mm -hmm. earth is jacked up you telling me about hell hell is jacked up well where do i go yeah. heaven okay well how do i get there jesus yeah. okay well how do i there there wasn't enough there wasn't yeah. enough steps to yeah. actually explain. It was just read the Bible and that's it. Yeah. Throw the Bible at the person and leave them to fend for themselves, which was irresponsible of the previous church. Yeah. But then the next generation was like, okay, the only way to get people in the door is to allow them to do whatever they want. Whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So come in as jacked up as you are. Yeah. Come as you are, but you don't have to change because if we start mm -hmm. talking too much about you changing, you're going to want to leave. And we want to yeah. keep you here. Uh, so because if at least you, if it, at least if you come to Bible study, we feel good about your life. Mm -hmm. Even if you go home and just do a bunch of crazy stuff, it, as long as you show up at, at church on Sunday and Bible study during the week, we feel okay about what you're doing. You know, mm -hmm. we feel like you're gonna be okay, even though you you are going straight to hell. We mm -hmm. feel like you're gonna be all right. And there's not, not enough responsibility that's taken by leadership. You literally have people's lives mm -hmm. in your soul. In your hands, you will have to answer for every time you have let something slide when mm -hmm. and that person will slide right to hell. Mm -hmm. your, their blood is gonna be on your hands. Yeah. You have a responsibility to lead people to Christ. Mm -hmm. As the saying goes, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Mm -hmm. Our job is to show Christ. Yeah, just like he was shown to you, 
You remember what you were like before you got saved? You remember what you were like before you prayed the salvation prayer? You remember what you were like before you really understood who Jesus is? Yeah. I was raised around church people. Mm -hmm. I was raised around church people. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was raised around church people. Church people. But I did not understand Christ until I was almost mm -hmm. 15 years old. My God. I was raised around church people. Mm. Forced to go to church every Easter. Forced mm -hmm. to go to church every Christmas. Beaten. Yeah. I remember being beaten mm -hmm. and forced to go to church Jeez. while my mother stayed at home. Mm -hmm. mm. And we wonder why the, 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 the generation after was like, you know what? I'm yeah. tired of the, the hypocritical stuff. So I'm just going to be out there. I'm just going to be, you know, in an attempt to be cool, an attempt to be yeah. real. Oh, mm. yeah, I smoke. I do mm. this. I do that. Mm. But, you know, I love Jesus. It's like, where are we going to talk about the deliverance? My God. Talk about the fact that you are struggling yeah. with this Come on. because yeah. you know it's wrong, not yeah. that you're doing it. Oh, and it's covered by the blood. Mm -hmm. That yeah. same yeah. blood that is going to cover is also going to reveal. It's my God. So you got to be real right. careful. This this generation fell through the cracks because mm -hmm. the generation beforehand were trying so hard not to be like their parents. Trying so hard not to be like their aunts, their uncles, their grandmamas that would go to church on Sunday and would come home and gossip about everything that happened in church. And the kids are hearing this. Kids know about everything. Oh my you can't keep a secret from a child. Mm -hmm. They know everything. They feel everything. Mm -hmm. They sense everything. Mm -hmm. And this is how the children grew. Oh, you know, back in the day, you know, this is how it was. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to make my child, my daughters wear stockings to church. I'm not going to make my sons wear ties to church. I'm not going to do it. And it's like, you're talking about regimental religious things. You're not Come talking on, about the soul of the person. You're not talking you about the fact. Are yeah. they saved? Yeah. And it's, oh it's, it's, it's it, it, the uh. middle ground is lost. And that's how uh. this generation Oof. came lost. Church just don't sound like church used to sound either. Mm -mm. You coming to church for you know this this is what church you sign is right here. That's how church pulls a sound right there. That's the one. That's too listen. That's accurate. Walking in feeling that part. But you know But you know. I, I'm a, to piggyback on what you were just saying, Seth. Though, because because it's interesting just even hearing some of the points you brought out. Because I, I I guess I'll say that even though I'm somewhere on the border on whether or not I think the generation is lost and or there's still hope. You know, what I'm saying because I do feel as if, like you said, there's so much that's slipped through the cracks yes. in a lot of this. But I do I, I I do feel like I've seen things that have given me hope. But let me just testify mm -hmm. to one of them. Mm -hmm. is uh literally literally just on yesterday and mm -hmm. i was like well praise god that just made my week mm -hmm. um my, my 12 year old nephew now keep in mind like what we're talking about this, this generation being so different right yes. of, of the people in my family even though my family has a very, very strong spiritual religious whatever you want to call it background christian background or whatnot however mm -hmm. in my immediate branch um, I, I'm probably one of the more uh, stronger ones in that posture in that walk if that makes sense you know yes. 
And um, and so my nieces and my nephews, unlike me and my sisters, you know, we were grown, raised in the church, blah, 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 but my nieces and nephews, they weren't really raised in a life like that. Because, you know, my sisters, right. even though they're not out there so super wild, but yeah. they just live regular casual lives like just anybody just living their life you know yeah and so really really enforced like you said the, making us go to church my parents was like it too even whether they were there or not we had to go you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. but that's not how my nieces are like so they hear a lot of the stuff that they do know right now by god from from me having conversations just talking to them and whatnot right, right. but i uh but just recently um i have two nieces going off to college and then i have a 12 year old nephew Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, before y'all go up to college, so let me make sure I had this conversation. Just make sure it's clear to you all about how this salvation things work. Because I know y'all love God. I know y'all know about God. But let me just make sure y'all are clear on how this thing, because I want to make sure if y'all have ever had the opportunity to fully go through the process of accepting him, right? Yes. We have, we have mm-hmm. a kumbaya moment coming up soon. But yes. Today, yes. My 12-year-old nephew, he, he messages me. He texts me, right? And he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, hey, auntie, um, h- how do I get saved, right? And I'm like, and I'm like, I had to, I had to ask, is this, is this, is this you, or I had to ask, or is this your sister? Because I I thought maybe it's his sister or somebody. Because I'm like, where did this question come from, right? And so I'm like. I'm like, he's like, he's like, this is this is me. My nephew's name is Rosdale. So he said, This is this is Ro. And I was like, Oh, okay. I was like, okay, what's well, awesome that you're asking this question? So he's like, Yeah, he said, because check this out. Now I'm like, where does he find it? That's why I know God is that's why I said it gives you hope. Yes. Because the, the ball has been dropped, you know what I'm saying? And there's so yeah. much falling to the cracks. But God is not going to allow, you know, how the Bible says, you know, if, if you're in his hands, he's not gonna allow you to be plucked out. You know what I'm saying? He has a way yeah. to still to still bridge the gap and how God the the, the Esther was like, if you don't do the job, you're going to raise up another. And I do feel as if, yes. I'll even say, speaking to our generation, mm-hmm. you know, those, yeah. I would say 30s to 40s, early 50s, that age mm-hmm. range, I think mm-hmm. is that I think our generation, unfortunately, has been tasked with the responsibility to make up the hedge. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. um, because, you know, it just, it's just the reality of things. I think we came up in that space where we were on the edge of when things were still good, but then we're on the, the entry of when things are going haywire, you know? And so yeah. we're kind of unfortunately being called into that time frame or that space where we're making up the hedge with my nephew. He was like, yeah, I, um, I just know there's a lot of things going on in the world nowadays, you know what I'm saying, that the mm-hmm. Bible talks about would take place in the end time. I don't know how he yeah. knows this. Wow. You've been reading. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, Exactly. And I'm like, he's like, he's like, and I just want to make sure that, you know, I just want to make sure that I'm right. And I don't see I'm not left behind. And, you know, when God comes and then I'm like, thank you, Jesus. And so yeah. I was like, well, you know what? I don't want to just text you about it. So I, I said, you're going to have to come over to the house so I can sit down and have a conversation with you. And we can actually I can make sure you understand, yeah. you know, yeah. so he's like, well, come pick me up. <laughs> Oh, I bring him my Bible too, and, I, and so I talked to him. He officially yesterday went through the prayer and accepted God officially and everything. And I'm like, ah! another so, win for the kingdom. I was so mm-hmm. glad. I love it. But also was also just in awe at God. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because it's stuff like that that I see where I'm like, you know, even though it's walking a tightrope with this generation you know i even think about sometimes the things that i see out here like some of the older ones that are maybe like in their 20s or whatever the case is i don't know if you all have noticed or have paid attention to this but there's there's so many people that are in that age range that you can Mm -hmm. tell the hunger and the desire and the the, the desire is there for god right but because they don't have the examples because they don't have the wisdom or the teachings or the proper knowledge not all the soup and holla like what pastor barry was talking about but sound 
teaching sound instructions, sound examples on what it looked like, it's almost as if they're just going about just making their way as best as they know how. And that's why you have this upcoming culture where it's like you have those who will profess God. I believe God. I'll, I'll give an example, and I'm not saying this in a bad way. Please, you know, mm-hmm. if anybody wants to see this, I'm not. You, are you all familiar with the young ladies, um, B. Simone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, um, she has a. Um, this is. I'm just using this as an example because she has a podcast that she does with a good friend of hers. I think they were childhood mm-hmm. friends, and um, mm-hmm. and those two young ladies. You know, what I'm saying, even though I, I don't see a lot of their content, but. If you ever see the ones, the stuff that I have seen, if you ever seen their their show, they do share a lot of things and give things from a very, I guess, faith pay based approach to how they mm-hmm. reason and their thought processes. But they also mm-hmm. are very, very integrated with what a lot of what what we would consider secularism. I guess mm-hmm. you call it that. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they launching mouths they do you know they, they're not you, yeah. you know their their careers and how they are in life. You can mm-hmm. see they still kind of have that that way about themselves. But mm-hmm. the reality is, is that oftentimes when I, I see so many people that are like that, you know what I'm saying? Right. And people who are young people, up and coming young people, they, 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 they have voices, they have influence, That's and right. they have the yeah. desire to be like, oh, I believe in God, I trust God, but you could tell they're not doing it 100% how it should be done. Mm-hmm. But they get to like, they don't have the examples before. They don't have people speaking out in the proper approach. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So they can know what's right or wrong. How the Bible say the older women teaching the younger women and so forth and so on. And so they just get into how they live and doing what they know best Mm -hmm. to be best uh, or living the life. You know, so it does give you hope that, okay, because the desire is there and the the, the thirst is there to want to be connected to God, to follow God, to believe in God somewhere or another. It's almost like I got to, in my mind, have faith that God is going to somehow bring things full circle to Oof. where a generation is not just utterly lost. You know what I'm saying? If that right. makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's, it's a tightrope. And, you know, and I think that it's a, it's, it's a, like I said, it's, it's a, it's an unfortunate thing for our generation because we, mm-hmm. I, the generation before us did drop the ball tremendously, but yeah. I do, as if, you know, to, we, we we call we called it to the task, y'all. You know what I'm saying? We done been Yeah, I know we're probably getting wrap up. What you think about this before we wrap up, bro? James, Reverend. <laughs> At the end of the day, as is this generation lost? I would say that they're not lost, but what has happened is we as a generation have dropped the ball in some yeah. so many ways. Absolutely. I can take it to a biblical two biblical standpoints mm-hmm. on it. One biblical standpoint on it is I can take it back to the woman at the well. Where oh. when she met Jesus, after she came in contact with Jesus, she immediately it mm-hmm. didn't say that uh she ran off and she went back about her life and lived her life a different way. Mm-hmm. What it says is she went back into town. And mm-hmm. he told everybody, come see a man who mm-hmm. told me everything that yes. he has to know about me. Yes. Thank In you. other words, what I'm saying is we as a generation have dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. We have met, came in contact with Jesus. We've had that relationship with Jesus. But where we dropped the ball at is we have failed to go back to the same places that we once would and tell Ooh. people, Come mm-hmm. see a man that changed my life. Yeah, yes. I know you knew me when I was like this, but come see a man that picked me up and did something different mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. And if he did that for me, I know mm-hmm. that he can do the same thing for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Another way that we have dropped the ball 
is we talked about the particle sun. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we stay focused on the sun, the particle sun, and we stay focused on the father, which is good. Mm -hmm. However, we fail to realize what the brother did once he realized that his mm -hmm. younger brother was back home. Mm -hmm. And if we are honest with ourselves, yeah. as church folks, yeah. a lot of us, when with that. somebody say, when somebody new comes into the kingdom and they come in and they want to be saved, we immediately become like that older brother. Mm. And we are like, I've been in search this many years mm. and nobody do this for me. I've mm. been doing this like this for this many years. You mean to tell wow. me they're going to let Sir? me come in dressed like this? Better preach. Better preach. Like, come on. Like, we got to realize that we got to <laughs> check ourselves before we wreck ourselves and realize that the same God that saved us and the same God that delivered mm. us is the same one that is delivering somebody else. That's we cannot be ashamed of our testimony. We cannot walk around like we are holier than thou and walk around like we've always had it all together. Because yes. to be honest, this younger generation is seeing right through it and they're calling it out as what it is as fake. You're mm -hmm. talking to us about you've been in search all your life, but didn't you used to do this? Didn't yeah, you used to do that? <laughs> My God. Mm. So we don't practice what we preach. We, as just said in the comment, we don't practice what we preach. We have um, lived in a society of our former generations of do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Like, that's not working with this work. generation. Fast. That's not yeah. working with them. Fast. They're like, no, I'm going to do what you say and do what you do. Mm. I'm going to watch, listen to what you say, but I'm going to look at what you do. If yeah. you're doing something different than what you say, then... I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to go around and do what I want to do. My God. So we got to make sure that we're living the life that we are trying to tell others that yeah. we, they need to live. And you know what, James? <laughs> you, you went to the woman with, at the well. What about the other woman with the issue of blood? Right? That's it, bro. She had a an issue that was a long issue, 12 years. A long time. That's what's wrong with this generation that y'all have had a long period uh, of mm. nobody saying anything to you. You've Woo. been struggling for, for a long amount of years, right? Come that on. one with the issue of blood, her issue kept her from coming to worship because she yeah. was unclean. So they said she couldn't mm. be around people. She was lonely. She was abandoned. That's the same thing wrong with this generation. Yeah. Is that is their issue is keeping them from coming to church that because part. they feel like we don't love them, we don't want them here, yeah. and not realizing that it is the woman with the issue of blood issue was what drew her to Jesus. My it's because God. she made up in her Hello. mind and said, I know if I could just touch his him, that mm -hmm. I will be made whole. Yeah. Some of these young people do understand because mm -hmm. it has been put in them somewhere yeah. that mm -hmm. if I could just get in the church house in the presence of God, I, I'll be mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. But we are stopping them from entering the doors. So they yeah. can't enter with thanksgiving. They can't yeah. enter his courts with praise because My we're God. keeping them away. My but God. this one with the issue of blood, she Christmas. understood how to touch Jesus. We, we think that Jesus healed her. She healed herself mm. because she yeah. touched his hymn yeah. 
And Jesus did not send power out. Power came out because of the way that she touched him. He turns around saying, who touched me? Because me. Who touched me? Some of these young people are more spiritual than we think. But we are criticizing them because they don't look like us. They don't talk like us. They don't act like us. They ain't acting like us. They might not be a quote-unquote church person, but guess what? We were called to be disciples, not church yeah. people. Fact, so right. really, That's good they right there. have understood what we don't get. In right. the Old Testament, the reason that My they God. weren't really focused a lot of times on building these elaborate edifices is because they understood the, the, that it's about us building a tabernacle. Tabernacle yeah. means to go along with. That True. means that wherever you are, you bring God there with you, with you. and mm-hmm. that you all the tabernacle you are the church that's what that really means mm. but we're not helping people to understand that mm. in the 80s we had crack babies right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. we still have drug babies but it ain't crack cocaine no more mm. it's dopamine mm. oxytocin mm. serotonin mm. these mm. things increase in your body when yeah. you do things that feel good to you whether mm-hmm. they are right or wrong let me tell you why you got these young men and women struggling with fornication mm-hmm. because they have an addiction to oxytocin an addiction mm-hmm. to serotonin an addiction mm-hmm. to all wow. of this stuff they're getting high and the only way they know how to experience that high is dangerous behavior is mm-hmm. fornication is illicit sex is yep. dangerous behavior and That's we don't hard. realize it to be that why because we want to make everything everything ain't always only spiritual it is right. it's also yeah. psychological yeah and we don't yeah. understand that's part of it and we don't realize what are they chasing mm. you got these young folks want to be loved want to be accepted right right anytime you get a hug any of us if I hug one of you guys, even if Jane, we hug, right? It's an embrace. It's love, man to man, right? Mm-hmm. Your oxytocin levels yep. go up. Mm-hmm. Because I'm showing you love. It yeah. ain't gay. It's just a, it's this human, right? Yeah, exactly. That's why we like to be embraced. Yeah. Why do we swaddle babies? Because they feel good. Yeah. They, they got the same kind of hormones in them. Yes. But mm-hmm. if those things are perverse, yeah. as Denise said earlier, if those things are taken the wrong way mm-hmm. and are attached to wrong behavior, yeah, that is what is wrong with yep. these young people. But we don't want to talk real talk to them. We're going to mm-hmm. give them the, you know, and Jesus said, okay, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Help them understand some yeah. Don't just hold this mic yeah. and hoop and holler. And that you didn't, you didn't gave them 20 minutes of yelling and right. put a good hoop on it. Talking about, some, oh, Pastor Show did preach. No, he didn't. No, no he didn't. No, he didn't. He didn't say a darn thing. And his hoop was pretty. That's <laughs> all that was. <laughs> Pastor, he made a whole lot of noise. He made a whole lot of noise. A whole lot of nothing. Preach and teach the gospel and make the gospel meet life mm-hmm. and bring this thing down. Know what they watching. Yeah. Know what they into. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I, I preached a youth sermon when I was doing youth ministry called Akuna Matata. Hey. And I helped them to understand. No worries for yeah. the rest of your day. It's a problem-free philosophy. Mm-hmm. But it was My to God. young people 
to yeah. have this understanding with Jesus, you can have a problem yeah, free philosophy because you know you on your side fighting your battles and solving your problems. That part. That's good. Woo. My That's God. Good. Listen, Linda, listen. <laughs> <That's good>. Wow. <laughs> listen, this I'll try to tell y'all. This is this has been an awesome conversation. So yeah. many great things said, so many nuggets shared yeah. and just dropped. You know, those who of you all who tune in and, and have watched with us, thank you all for joining us. Or even those who might catch us on a replay. I'm trying yeah. to tell you, hashtag replay. Yeah. Let us know you watch it, but listen, I'm trying to tell you. I'll even challenge you to take notes. You know what I'm saying? If it's something that kind of pricks you, you know what I'm saying? So if you can dig into that deep thing deeper, because it was so much said here on tonight. I mean, it's some of it could even potentially stand study. You know what I'm saying? Yes. To, to, to dig deeper into it, just to know, you know, where we've all been kind of, you know, saying or, or, or just challenged just to kind of step it up. You know what I'm saying? And come, you know, step up to the plate to do so much. You know what I'm saying? To kind of help make sure that this generation is not lost. You know what I'm saying? We had to talk yes. to the transgender and just, and there were many other things we were going to touch on with the hot topics. Y'all know it's all a lot of stuff going on here, but the reality mm -hmm. of it all is that there's so much going on in this world. Mm -hmm. This generation needs to know the way, how to get through it all, how to deal with it all. And if, yes. if, if, if who, who else, if, if, if it ain't us, who, <laughs> you know that what I'm saying? Who's going to be the part. one to stand in the gap, you know? And so I challenge us, uh, I challenge us all to, 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 to be more of that living example, you know, that living example people can look up to. Like Pastor Gregory says, stop it with all the gimmicks. You know what I'm saying? All yes. the gimmicks and all that extra stuff. I, I was I was just talking to my mom about that literally last night. I was like, Mom, mm -hmm. I don't know. What, I was like, it's hard for me to believe that Jesus in the back in the Bible days doing all that hooping and hollering. Now they might have been talking with passion. You know, they might even had elevated sounds with their voices because I'm sure they were passionate. Mm -hmm. But all the extra, you know, theatrics that we see. Not this me. You know, I, I I honestly can't even stomach too much of that nowadays. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's levels mm -hmm. to it. You know, but like yeah, like a Pastor Gregor said, if, if you can see true change and true genuine impact, mm -hmm. that's one thing. You know what I'm saying? But when you when that's absent, I get ear my spirit gets disturbed quick, you know. Yes. And so, yeah. you know, we gotta we gotta stop all of that extra stuff and give these these people, these young people, those that are coming up in this world behind us. The meat and potatoes, you know what I'm saying? Something that can settle yes. on their stomach, that can settle in their heart and allow yes. them to truly, truly experience Jesus and change. So I thank God for this conversation. Thank you, Lord. Uh, our first episode of the Soul Brothers and Soul Sisters coming together. Listen. Yes, yes, yes. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> it's good. God is amazing. God is amazing. And it's listen, what, and I, I'll, I'll even just let me just shout out our brother Reverend James. Love uh, it. Listen, our, our brother up here at the top. You know, he is the the vessel that God used to even have the vision to bring this whole Yay. thing um, to the forefront. This platform of the godly view. And yeah. so we always thank him for his obedience to God and even just oh, stepping yeah. out there and, and letting this thing be done because God has brought us so far, and there's still so much further for us to go what all that God intends to do. So thank you so much, man of God. Thank and, you. Uh, any other closing thoughts as we wrap this up, brothers and sisters? Look, it's been an awesome season. We pray mm -hmm. that y'all have enjoyed. We pray that y'all go back and watch this on replay. All of the past episodes from this season, watch us on replay. Uh, because I promise y'all, there's gonna be something in every episode that you're going oh. to get oh. that is going to help you. 
We'd ask you all to pray for us as we are on break this month, next month, and uh, pray that we come back with uh, more vision to bring more powerful discussions to you all. With that is going to not on yeah, that's not only going to challenge you, but it's also going to help you. Yes, to think differently, live differently, because it's one thing to put on a great show, but mm-hmm. It's another thing when people reach out to you and tell you that they love what you do because it's helped change their life. And that's what we're about over here. Thank you, Lord. So we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And I'll turn it over to my other brother and sister to have a closing remark tonight. And y'all can catch the podcast on um, Apple Podcasts and every other podcast site starting tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Ladies first. Denise? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, you want me to go first? I uh, just want to say thank you to all of our viewers for the support, the comments, the shares. I mean, we love to see the, I mean, because we're, we're on the show, but we're watching, we're looking at the mm-hmm. comments yeah. as they come up. And we are just so grateful because we understand you could be doing a million other things right now. Even during the replay, you could be doing so many other things, but you chose to spend this time with us, and we don't take it for granted. Uh, we've never taken your viewership or your support for granted. And yeah. to my brothers and my sisters, thank y'all so much for allowing me to be a part of this. Um, this has been one of the best projects, one of the best groups, one of the best ministries I've ever been a part of. And I'm so grateful to each and every one of you. I love each and every one of you so much. Proud of everything that you do support everything that you do because I know that what you do is to bring glory and honor to God and to forward the kingdom. So God bless you all. I love you all. And just thank you for everything. Amen. 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 And I'll, and I'll say just in closing that, uh, to piggyback and to echo what my brother and sister said, you know, we, 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 we just love those who tune in with us and everybody that supports this platform because it has been a blessing. Um, not only just for just being able to be here amongst to be able to share, but, in so many different ways, you know, God has really used this platform tremendously in our lives. And so y'all keep praying for us as we continue to pray for you. Cause like my brother said, this is, we are going into a break, but we plan on coming back stronger and with more, you know, saying more good stuff to just keep this show on the road. And, um, and just, just keep, you know, keep, 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 keep standing in the gap, keep doing what God has called you to do. Cause, uh, you know, God is faithful and he's going to complete everything that he's begun in your lives. And so, you know, Keep, keep, keep going strong in God and standing standing in the gap for, for not only yourself, but for this generation, for your families and, and beyond. So love you all much. Love you all much. And I, let me also give this shout out to our other sisters. Uh, we had you know, our other sisters from the show, uh, Andrea, Daisy, and our sister Jessica, yeah. and then our other brother, A.V., yeah, um, those are other uh, God of you family. You know, as you all know, this is our first, like I said, merger Saturday. So keep a watch out when we come back for the following season. Every fifth Saturday is when you'll have an episode like this, where it'll be a couple of the brothers and a couple of sisters that have come together to give you both the male and female perspective or the men, man and woman's perspective in on the things we talk about. So I, I love it. I love what God is doing amongst us. And so mm-hmm. love you all dearly. Yeah. AB has, I wanted to uh, share something that AB has coming up. I know he was going to be on, like he was going to share it, but he has a tour that he mm-hmm. has coming up. Let me actually pull that up so I can, because uh, I told him I was going to shout it out. Yeah. Doing some amazing things for the brothers and for the um the men, and mm-hmm. it's it's just a wonderful thing, you know. what I'm saying when um 
you know, when when there's things out there that are supporting and encouraging, you know, the mm-hmm. brotherhood, like I always says, we always see so much with the women. My sister Andrea actually has one coming up too. I'm gonna shout hers yes. out as well for the women. So look at there, have something for the men and the women we can shout out. Mm-hmm. Um the the our brother A.B. Bracewell, you all know he has a book that he just recently um published um called The Miseducation on um, the Sexual Miseducation of Black Men mm-hmm. in America. Yep, there mm-hmm. you go. Show that show that book. There you go. Yes. Amen, amen. And Love so it. he actually is putting together a, 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 a tour where he's going to be going from, to different cities and hosting conversations, I'm sure panel discussions possibly and so forth, um, just chiming in on this conversation. So mm-hmm. make sure you, um, it's called the sexual condition of your man tour. Um, mm-hmm. So make sure you, um, mm-hmm. you know, check him out. His, his name is A.B. Bracewell. You can find him on, on, on Facebook and I'm sure he has more um, information where you can connect, support his um his um event or his tour that's going to be coming up and then like i said our sister andrea she has um let me pull her information up hold on one second she has a conference that she does um and Mm -hmm. it's a a whole women's wellness conference and Mm -hmm. that one she has coming up this year as well next month i believe next month and so um check that one out because i actually i believe many of um us from this um from this platform some of our sisters from this chiming in in on that event and um let me see if i can find the dates for that one hold on one second that's going to be from all that's going to be on august 25th through the 26th so make sure you check out her conference as well it's going to be a virtual conference like i said whole women's wellness conference and Mm -hmm. she always has some amazing people come on and share and chime in on some interesting and and amazing conversations and topics and so just wanted to shout them two out and so just stay connected stay plugged in and and um, in support, you know, it's always a blessing to have a community that can support the things that God's called exactly. you to. So, amen on all of that. Exactly. Amen. Thank you, Lord. All hearts and minds clear. Was that was that everything? Yeah. Yeah, we clear. Thank y'all for embracing me and the family. Look forward to the next season. Yes, sir. Amen. All right, y'all. We will see y'all in next season. God bless y'all. Peace. Love you. <laughs>